We took a little bit of time off of high character for the winter break, but we are back. This episode, we're talking all about SSE Arena in Belfast, home of the Belfast Giants and the Friendship Four. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 59 of iCharacter, a little special edition arena review coming for you guys, finally catching up on doing the review for SSE Arena, that was the arena that held the Friendship Four in Belfast, Northern Ireland. My name is Cameron, I'm joined by my good pal Evan. Evan, how you doing, man? Yeah, it's been a little bit, I'm doing doing pretty well. I have some some European blues, if, if one could say that. I'm definitely missing the trip to Belfast, it's been what i think three three and a half weeks now at this point since we got back so we've uh had a great time over there and i'm ready to talk about uh, the ssc arena because i thought i had a really good time in that building as well yeah it was a great time going over for the friendship four something i think uh if you if you have the means everybody should do at one point if you're a college hockey fan if your team's playing over there um since this arena review is a bit different obviously we have the criteria that we do for college hockey arenas um just want to clarify before we start jumping into the numbers with this one we are rating this uh fully off of the experience of a college hockey game so um just like the factors of like our time in europe and some of the other things that we did we'll talk about them but they won't play into the final score the score is just based off how it is as a uh, u.s college hockey experience so um, without further ado, I guess I'll jump into my little history lesson about SSE Arena. It is obviously in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Um, it opened in 2000 and it was renovated in 2015. It's part of what's called the Odyssey Complex, which has like a science and a shopping center mall within it. It's a big complex. It is home to the Belfast Giants who play in the Elite Ice Hockey League. It's basically just a league, um, like the top league for hockey in the UK. Um, they're the only team in Northern Ireland and the rest of the teams are um, over in London, Scotland, Wales area. It hosts the Friendship Four every year. It is Northern Ireland's biggest indoor arena and it holds 11,000 people. So um, that building is pretty important to the people of Northern Ireland. And yeah, it's got a little little bit of history behind it as well. Yeah, super cool stuff. Um, I didn't really know that there was, you know, like that much history behind it. You know what I mean? Like it's just having it being like, I guess, kind of a landmark when you think about it, like when you think of Belfast, like when I was kind of doing like some homework, I guess, like just seeing what Belfast was all about before we took the trip. I mean, it wasn't really like the SSC arena, like really stood out a whole lot in my mind. I always just kind of thought about like the Titanic and all that cool stuff. Like there's a couple of cool landmarks there, but yeah, I mean, the SSC arena is definitely a, uh, an ingrained kind of part of the whole Belfast community. And uh, they definitely rally behind the Belfast Giants and the arena as a whole. Yeah, and since it doesn't really factor into any of the categories, the the people of Belfast, they really love their Giants. We saw so many jerseys and, like, different team gear. Um, it seems like they love their hockey team. Apparently, they're pretty good. Um, they've won a few championships in their time, uh, even one pretty recently. So they – one thing that we noticed, they really appreciate their hockey over in Northern Ireland. Uh, a lot of people love the fighting aspect, which was pretty disappointing for them seeing – that they don't fight in college, but 
yeah, they're they're pretty true hockey fans, pretty hardcore over there. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps too when you have a major, you know, like college hockey tournament come through to the area. Like, it's obviously gonna bring out kind of the the biggest hockey fans in the area because they're all gonna kind kind of gravitate towards that sort of atmosphere. But yeah, I mean, confirmation bias alone, they definitely still, you know, knew what they were talking about, and it was definitely a really cool. Uh, community to see and kind of be a part of for just those couple of days that we were there yeah and that kind of leads us into our first category which is atmosphere slash fans this one is out of 10 points and like we've been saying they were really passionate and they uh were louder than you would expect for a kind of neutral game somebody they don't really have a rooting interest in for both the games umass played in uh evan and i didn't go to the other two friendship four games we only went to the two umass games but from what we saw, they were very passionate, very loud. Um, even at one point in the Friendship 4 championship game, the refs didn't drop the puck just because fans were going too crazy, making too much noise, um, which I have never seen at a college game over here. So um, they were definitely really into it, and it was much appreciated. They created a, a pretty good college hockey atmosphere, all things considered. Yeah, it kind of gave me vibes, at least like atmosphere wise, to kind of like an AHL arena, which I guess, you know, you could probably draw some comparisons to just being, you know, a pretty big, you know, professional arena as, you know, the SOC arena really is in comparison to a lot of US ones. But um, yeah, super cool place. I mean, it was kind of had like, there was a couple of like really weird open spaces where like, I guess if you were to think about Mullins, like that's where like the student section would be. Like they would have like bleachers kind of like going towards like right behind the net. They had like these massive open areas behind it, which I thought was really interesting. But regardless, I mean, they still definitely filled the place up really well. And um, just kind of overall atmosphere wise, like the lighting was really nice. They had like, I, if I remember correctly, they kind of had like these like swirling type of lights, like pregame and stuff like that. It was really cool to see. Um, so I think they definitely, you know, had a lot of really cool, just kind of atmospheric um, presentation elements that I feel like some of the other arenas like, you know, Lawler's not going to have that type of production value. You know what I mean? But obviously the SSC arena did, and I thought it was super cool. And yeah, like you mentioned too, like the fans were really, really hype. It was really crazy. Just like, yeah, I think we mentioned it in the, uh, the recap of the Quinnipiac game that we had against them. Like for some reason, there was a ton of like Quinnipiac like cheers the whole time. And you could definitely tell they were being extremely loud for, you know, the higher ranked teams. So you know, that's totally their prerogative to do. It pissed me off a little bit as a UMass fan, but regardless of who they're cheering for, they definitely got into it regardless. Yeah, and uh, Evan mentioned some of the physical aspects of this arena. I'll do a, a little plug if you guys want to go check out our day one and day two vlogs over on our YouTube channel. Um, a lot of footage from these games, and you can get a good sense of what we're working with, what we're talking about for this arena over there. And in terms of the fans slash atmosphere, we both thought it was very solid. We ended up each giving it an eight out of 10. So very solid and respectable score. Um, the only uh, time that we gave it more than that was at Songa Center, UMass Lowell. I gave it an 8.5. So kind of reaching the upper end of what we think of for uh, college hockey atmosphere. It was a good time. Yeah, I mean, the louder you get, the louder you're like the bigger score you're going to get. You know what I mean? Like they, just, they were definitely very engaged fans and yeah, really deserved score for them. Yeah. All right. So the next category is going to be neighborhood slash excess. This is a little bit complicated, obviously, because <laughs> Belfast is in Europe. It's an entire ocean away. And we are grading based off of U.S. college hockey. So obviously the access um, is very tough. If you, if you don't have the means to um, go over to Europe, you're not going to be able to make this game. It's very hard to get to. It's a seven hour flight. So um, 
that's why we were kind of harsh on it in terms of access. Um, it's, it's very hard to get to compared to other U.S. college hockey games. And as for the neighborhood, um, the city of Belfast, it is the capital city of Northern Ireland and their, their biggest city. So, um, but it's not, it's not anything crazy for um, even for a European city. It's not that big. Like the only thing that we really did was go back to the McHugh's bar and um, have some drinks with other UMass fans, but there's, it's not anything crazy. It's kind of a, a smaller city, all things considered. So um, it, it takes a couple knocks there as well. I don't know your thoughts on it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a tough one for me because you, you kind of described it the best way that I really could like just, it sucks when you have to take a seven hour flight all the way over there. You know, it, it costs a lot of money. You know, it was, I was exhausted by the time that I finally got there. Like it, it was, it was a tough, it was a tough go around. Like realistically, it was kind of tough to get there, but once we were there and I mean, obviously I don't think anybody that really listens to our pod, I think besides one individual that might be listening is in Belfast, like actually living near the city. Like, if, if you're here as a actual, like as a UMass or like a, just a college hockey fan in general, this is not an easy, you know, kind of arena to get to. So, I mean, once you're actually in Belfast, like proper, I think it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a decent enough city. Like you said, it's not made, it's not massive. There's not a crazy amount to do, but like the bars were cool. The atmosphere itself of the whole city was kind of buzzing just because we had a lot of college hockey fans in the area, especially people that we knew. That's that's obviously going to be awesome, you know, when you hit up the bars afterwards. But yeah, there there were definitely times throughout this trip where I was just like completely exhausted, and that was mainly due to the lack of access. I guess like it's not like you can make a an underwater train that's going to take you there immediately either. Like there's not many good you know alternatives. But yeah, I mean, if we're going to rate this objectively, you really can't give it a, a majorly good score when it comes to access in the neighborhood. There, I mean, there was that Christmas festival that was in the area, which hopefully if the if the you know the dates kind of match up and they they do the friendship for at the same time every year or whenever you know whenever it ends up happening yeah that would be a cool thing to visit but other than that really not a whole lot going on you know you're kind of there for hockey you know if you visit the city once you know you you might not have to go there every year you know it might be a case you know if you go there whenever UMass goes every five or so years that's cool but anything more than that it seems a bit excessive to me and it's tough, right? Because you say you think UMass hockey is playing games in Europe. Uh, your mind might jump to, oh, is it like Dublin or London or Paris or something like that? Belfast is it's a little underwhelming of a destination yeah. for for Europe, which I think is why um, obviously we were looking forward to the friendship for games, but maybe maybe even a little bit more towards our extra travels when we went to Dublin and London and stuff like that. It's kind of more, at least for us. Uh, based around what else we could do while we're overseas than the actual destination of Belfast. So uh, taking all those things in consideration, um, the the access was a big hit for the both of us. Um, but the points that it does get comes from the city. It was it was a likable city and a good time. Um, I ended up giving it 3.5 out of 10, and Evan gave it a 4 out of 10. All right, so... Next, we have concessions, which is a bit of a complicated story with how things unfolded there. So all things considered, their offerings are pretty decent and at a pretty decent price. Um, you're going to have to do a little bit of um, math in your head to get the um, the monies right. Everything is in pounds over there, which is valued at a little bit higher than the U.S. dollars. So you look at the prices um, and then you add a little percentage to see what it would be like in U.S. dollars. But 
Um, things were pretty, pretty good. Like chicken and uh, beef burgers were five pounds. Um, they had the big tubs of um, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, I believe for two fifty. So not bad there. Some of the other, like they had big bags of Doritos for three thirty. Um, some of the things like pretty decent prices, all things considered in a somewhat decent selection. Evan, um, had some ciders, which were very reasonably priced. I think those were only six pounds. So yeah, it was 620. That ends up being, I think like 750 if you convert it to USD, like pretty reasonable considering you got a decent amount of cider with each cup as well. So, yeah. So really not bad, um, with a decent size selection, but one thing that really dings it for this, uh, Evan will explain to you guys. Yeah. So you look at the menus and you're saying, all right, reasonably priced food options. Yeah. Cheeseburgers, you know, chicken sandwiches, things of that nature. You get your, your nachos or whatever. And it's, it's sounding great. You know, you're really looking forward to getting some food and both games that I tried to get some food. I think it was during the second intermission. They just straight up didn't have any, they were like actually sold out. So I mean, I don't know if this is like a special thing because they weren't expecting this many fans at the Fro- or Friendship 4 or whatever, but y- you really can't give a fair rating to the food when the food doesn't end up in your hands and in your stomach at the end of the night. Like, what's the point? What are, what are we doing here? So, I mean, it's, it's super unfortunate. Like I said, the ciders that I had, and I had a fair bit of them, they were delicious. You know, they were, they were great, reasonably priced. Can't knock the alcohol selection whatsoever. The only saving grace I guess I could give to them in terms of the food options and like what they were kind of having is, you know, I have a friend that that lives near Belfast and he goes to Belfast Giants games all the time. I talked to him about it and he said that their food is actually quite good. So I guess if you do manage to get your hands on one, I guess you have to go either before the game even starts or maybe the first intermission if you're really feeling like you're going to put it off a little bit and you want to roll the dice on getting something. But apparently if, if you do get your hands on the food, it is very tasty. It's just the likelihood of you actually getting the foods, at least in our experience over the past, over those two games is very, very rare. Yeah. You guys uh, saw it. If you watch the day one and two vlogs that we made, uh, we went back to the hotel room hungry both nights of, <sighs> of these two games, just because they ran out of food. Um, they weren't prepared for the amount of, the people that were going to be there at the friendship for uh, one thing that does add to the score they had a cool um like bar type area downstairs of the main concourse which i guess adds to it as well and the alcohol prices were pretty decent so um everything considered um with the the decent selection but um the low inventory on that yeah. selection i ended up giving it a four out of ten and evan gave it a five out of ten and yeah, I mean, you really can't give it anything better than that. Like the, the alcohol was great, which I'll give it half the score for that. And then the food doesn't exist. So I'll knock it half the score on that. You get a five, you know, it's super unfortunate. Like it, it kind of reminds me of the whole Vermont score that we gave. It's like all the prices look really good on the menu, but we can't actually offer anything because I remember Vermont canceled their concessions due to COVID stuff. So it's like, you know, you really can't give that fair of a score if there's, there's no actual food to eat, which is super unfortunate. Right. All right, so our fourth category is bang for your buck, and this is out of five points. And just a reminder, we're doing this just for college hockey, so like our travel costs to get to Europe and having to stay in a hotel and stuff, not really factored into this. Um, Just basically how our experience at the game um, was. And this is a category where it really shines because um, what we did was we got a ticket package. So 
ticket to see all four games of the friendship four for 30 pounds total. So that um, equals out to about um, 38, 38 us dollars, something like that, but you get to see all four games. So um, another cool thing was you get to go to the first game and leave the arena and come back if you wanted to um, with the same ticket. So averaging out to less than $10 for a college hockey game is a really, really good deal. And it's, it was good hockey, especially the uh, UMass Quinnipiac game, just good, solid hockey. So I think bang for your buck um, deserves a really high score. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the ticket prices were immaculate and everything like that, but I don't know. There's just, there's something about like, I just can't see myself in good conscience giving this a perfect score. I don't know. Like I like, you know, all the prefacing that we did for this category aside, I just, I can't in good conscience give it a five out of five. Like, there really wasn't anything inherently wrong with the ticket prices or the concessions or anything of that, of that sort, but just, you know, looking at it, I guess, holistically, just thinking about like, yeah, you do really have to spend a lot of money on travel. Like I just, I can't get that out of my mind. So I got, I got to give it a four out of five, but realistically, if you manage to, you know, if, if British Airways, you know, screwed up your flight and canceled it and gave you a bunch of money or something like that, I don't know how that could possibly happen. It's never happened to me before, but if you do come into, you know, some amazing amount of travel credit that you can just spend on a whim and end up in Belfast for free, 10 out of 10, beautiful bang for your buck score. But, you know, if that, if that doesn't end up going your way and you do have to spend some money out of pocket to get there, I, I just, I know I can't give it a five out of five. So I'm giving it a four out of five, but the ticket prices were immaculate. I got to say. Yeah. And Evan's uh, referring to, we had our flight home canceled um, on British Airways. I turned into a whole fiasco. You can see it in the vlogs for day six. Also, British Airways just uh, accidentally sent a U.S. family's dog to Saudi Arabia. That was in the headlines the other day. So not, not a great headliner time for That's British Airways. That's the first I've heard about this. What the hell? Are yeah, you kidding me? Like a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> just send your dog to Saudi Arabia. Dude. Yeah, he's supposed to go to Nashville. They send him to Saudi Arabia. So. How do you even like, I, I, all right, real quick, quick tangent. I, I don't actually understand how that works. Like, it's not like Saudi Arabia and Tennessee are close enough together either on a map or in in like the alphabet. You know what I mean? Like, how do you actually screw that up so hey, badly? Two international flights, just put it on the wrong truck to get to the plane, I guess. And Dude, I'm all right. British Airways is taking L's recently. That is super bad. Like, yeah. All yeah, right. It's awful. Side tangent aside. Um, <laughs> Evan gave bang for your buck, uh, four out of five. I'm giving it a five out of five. I think, um, you're not thinking about the ticket prices when you go over there, you're trying to, you're, most of your money is being spent on tickets and hotels and stuff like that. And it was really nice to think back and, oh, we only spent 30 pounds to go to all of these games for, um, games that feel really important. One where they, they have a trophy at the end. So I think it was just a really solid deal for, for what it was. Definitely. All right, and then the final category is extras out of five points. Basically, anything not mentioned before that kind of takes it over the top and adds to the whole fan experience. And I, I think just arena specifically, um, I love when an arena is um, has like a personality to the team that it holds. And this one for sure does. Um, everywhere you walk in the concourse is some something related to the Belfast Giants, some big murals some history, things like that. So it's themed very well for um, the actual tenants of the building. 
And then on top of that, like, I think I'm, we should put it in the extras category. You're like, if you're going to these games, you're in Europe. So uh, you're a very cheap flight away from doing a lot of um, other European cities and having some cool experiences. Totally, obviously something any, like completely different from any other college hockey games you could be going to just being in Europe. So um, I think this is where it really excels in this extras category for SSC arena. Yeah. I mean, when I think of the extras category, I just think like what makes this arena unique and being in an entirely different continent definitely constitutes being unique in my mind. And putting that aside, I mean, you explained it very, very well, Cameron, like they really kind of lean into the Belfast giants thing. And it's just, it's everywhere in that building because realistically it's not like they have really a whole lot to compete with you know what i mean like i think that's literally one of the only hockey teams on the entire landmass that is ireland and northern ireland you know what i mean like i don't even think they have any sort of competition whatsoever so it's like if you live on that island you're you're a belfast giants fan if you like hockey you know like it just kind of seems that way and you know the whole community's leaned into the team you know just the entire area is just all about the Belfast Giants. And I think it really comes through in the building. I think it's super cool just, you know, to see the whole community rally around that building and the team. I, I love it, you know? So I think there's really no other way to, and, you know, like you said too, you know, like just knowing that you can make an entire vacation around this, I think is super cool. You know, obviously like we put in some extra stuff in our vacation. We hit up some other spots too that, clearly are going to affect my view of, you know, just the entire friendship for experience in general, but trying to put that aside, I mean, just being able to go to one, you know, new area, which is, you know, Belfast, I think is really, really cool. And I definitely don't think it's something that I can say about basically any other arena that UMass, I think will ever play at. Like, I, I don't, I mean, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we have any plans to play in any other European stadium ever you know what i mean it's kind of it kind of just seems like it's a belfast or bus type thing so i think it's super cool um very happy that you know i was kind of able to carve this out into my budget and make it a reality i thought it was super fun and again i encourage anybody else that can scrounge up the means to do this you know because it would just be an experience of a lifetime in my opinion i think it's super cool yeah and if you like if your team is lucky enough to make it to the frozen four you could make yourself a vacation out of that, fly to a new new spot and experience all those things. But um, that's never in Europe. Like this is yeah. so unique for um, a college hockey and just all of college sports that, um, like Evan said, it's something that everybody should do if, if you're able to. It's a really cool experience and super unique. And just because of all that, we both gave it a five out of five for extras. So um, can't can't really say enough positive things about this event um very cool that it's put on and like the teams have the opportunity to make some new experiences in europe people have the uh excuse to go over there to not only support their team but do a little traveling just uh really really fun place with a lot of people that love hockey so um no complaints out of me for sure yeah i mean that was like my first time ever leaving north america which was kind of like a a, a pretty big milestone i guess like in my in my traveling life like i hadn't even left america up until september when i went to canada twice in the same month you know what i mean so like just kind of the whole like i never really traveled a whole lot beforehand and now like umass has given me this crazy you know opportunity to go out to europe it's just it's it's crazy you know what i mean it's not really like umass really gave it to me i kind of took it you know what i mean i I looked at it and said this is what i want to do but 
yeah, I still think it was super cool anyway and very happy that I did it. It was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, and some some tips for you guys if you want to go to the friendship for one year. Um, Evan and I got really good prices on flights because we booked so early. We booked the entire trip back in May. So at at least six months advance, you'll get some really good prices to get over there. Um, there's a bunch of arenas that are literally a, a walk away from the arena, just super close. Our if you watch the vlog again, um, the hotel we stayed in was literally across the street. Just uh, I think I think on Google Maps it said it was 20 meters away from the arena. So definitely some options there. And if you are to do this, don't just go over to Belfast and go to the games and go home. Uh, do the whole European experience. Stay there for as long as you can and um, try some new things, see some new places over there. Um, it's a it's a great time to be over there. Every European city has some kind of Christmas holiday festival going on. Evan and I went to three of them in three different cities. So mm -hmm. um, definitely go up to check out the Giants Causeway on the northern shore of Northern Ireland. That was a pretty breathtaking experience if you've never been there. And yeah, just just enjoy yourself. Make a whole vacation out of it. I That's what Evan and I did. And it was uh, an absolutely phenomenal time. The last thing I want to mention before we move on and wrap this whole thing up is the whole reason why we're harping on the whole, like, don't just go to Belfast thing is because flights anywhere else from Belfast are stupid cheap. Like, I'm, I don't remember because you did most of the booking, Ken. You might have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the flight from, like, Dublin to London just to go see London was, like, 30 bucks a ticket. Less. It was, it, it 19, was like, $19 a ticket. Dude, that I've literally taken Ubers more expensive than that, like across yeah. Boston. Like, it, it once you actually get like getting to Belfast is the difficult part because, like, at least in our case, we had to go all the way from Boston to London and then from London to Belfast. Like, mm -hmm. once you make it into Belfast, you can do you can basically go anywhere in Europe that you want to at that point, and it'll be very cheap and pretty quick. Like. It, realistically it's like just getting over to belfast and it takes like seven to eight hours or whatever like and it's super expensive because you're going across the atlantic ocean like that's genuinely like the worst part of the trip is getting that flight so it's like if you're literally gonna only go to belfast and then go home you literally did the hardest part and you did that twice basically because you got to get there and then you got to go back like you might as well make your time worth it while you're already there because everything else is going to be 10 times cheaper and 10 times quicker once you're already over there. So that's the whole reason why I think we're harping on it so much is because like cheaper, more efficient, just it's fast, hard, prepared UMass. All right, just do that. Like you're already there. Yeah. And uh, Evan and I did it so that we flew out on Thanksgiving night and we um, scheduled to come home on Wednesday night. Uh, obviously our canceled flight got us home on Thursday, but if I were to do it again, and I imagine that I will next time UMass plays here, um, I'd fly out the same way, fly out on Thanksgiving night, just take the whole week, go through the weekend, um, yeah. spend good 10 days out there, see as much as you can. Like Evan mentioned, the flights are super cheap once you're out there, and there's it's Europe, so there's obviously a ton to do, a ton of history to see. So um, we had a great time. Uh, the We hope everybody else um on the UMass side that went there also had a great time it did seem like it and yeah like we've been saying if you if you have the chance to do it in the future definitely do it um great arena great time so all around positive vibes from the whole Amazing. thing all right that'll wrap it up for us the next you will hear from us is um kind of a, a special interview something we haven't really done before 
you'll have to wait and see till that drops to uh to know what it is but um that should be coming next week i believe and other than that we got games starting up somewhat soon we're about eight days away it looks like um as we're recording this from the quick trip face-off i believe it's called so uh yeah be on the lookout for the preview and recaps of those but other than that uh hope everybody has happy holiday season merry christmas and uh we will talk to you all soon go umass go umass take care everybody and we'll wrap up the the games from wisconsin which will just be a completely different area of of america we're literally going talking about belfast all the way to freaking wisconsin anyway this has gone way too long take care everybody peace